You're listening to The Green Thumbs Up, brought to you by Miniquip Hire, WA's leading machinery hire company, supporting the Landscape Industries Association, WA. G'day landscapers and welcome to another edition of Green Thumbs Up, the landscaping podcast for landscapers by landscapers. Brought to you by our good friends from Miniquip, Bailey's Fertilisers and Domus Nurseries. I'm Darren Seenor, Darren Seenor, should know my own name better. And joining me on the uh, hosting duties this evening is Kieran Kelly from Open Gardens WA. Kizza, how are you mate? Very well Darren and how are you? Oh, I can't be too good, I almost forgot my name. Oh well, it's, uh, as you get older you do things like that. Working too hard mate, working too hard. Um, do you want to introduce our guest? I certainly will. Tonight's guest is uh, David Murphy from the Go To Garden Guys. Um, David, how are you? Well thank you. Thanks so for having me on. That's great. That's good to see you. And we met at the uh, the Perth Garden Show where you were doing some work for Bailey's there and he's got the Bailey's T-shirt on, so uh, it's a good sponsorship. Uh, Dave, we normally start these podcasts by just getting a bit of a background on, on yourself and how you got into the industry and, and just what you're doing. So if you'd like to start, we can, um, we can start the ball rolling by um, just giving us a bit of a brief background of what you're up to. All right, fantastic. Um, so I started out in landscaping. Um, on the east coast, so uh, pretty much Sydney, south coast, um, and then finally I kind of fell into the gardening side of things with the maintenance, so residential, commercial, um, it was just kind of fell on hard times at one point, so I kind of went into that um, and I kind of found like a solution and sense of purpose and like a sense of belonging. And that's where my passion is for like the garden side of things and the maintenance, um, just to see gardens mature, to see when you give things hard pruning and so forth and just the way they bounce back, you know, resilient. Um, just, the, just the power in that. It's, um, you know, I can't even describe the sense of um, power that comes from going up against nature and, and seeing it bounce back. Um, so... Recently, I've also gone back into the landscaping uh, because of uh, just obviously there's that much work out there at the moment and it's just like getting that quality because a lot of people do jobs and, you know, usually it would be like you get called back in again to fix up others' mistakes because obviously they haven't been shown correctly or they have no, um, like you know, like enthusiasm or anything like that to do a good job. Um, so I've been in business in Perth for 10 years, about eight and a half years, it's purely word of mouth, so just referrals, so people just give me a call and say, hey, use Dave, or, you know, we need this doing, do you know someone, and then usually I'll get the call, hey, get, you get know. Get nod, I think you find that a lot out. in um, Perth, Dave, that uh, word of mouth is a is a, a great um, advertising for, for anyone, and I'm pretty sure, Darren, that uh, most of our landscapers and garden people, are, it's all word of mouth, really. Yeah, absolutely. Referral work is by far and away the best way to go. A lot less tyre kickers from referrals than uh, the advertising. And so I, I believe, David, you were at the Perth Garden Festival in some capacity with Bailey's. Yes, that's correct. So I do a bit of influencing them for them on Instagram. Yeah, so this is, a, this is what an influencer looks like. <laughs> 
not not the ones I've looked up on the internet. <laughs> 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 so, what were you doing for Bailey's at the Garden Festival? Oh, just making an appearance. Yep. So, just um, catching up with a few of the other guys from there's about ten of us on board. Uh, so, we've got a couple of guys involved with the turf, um, indoor plants, so forth. They didn't really give me a category because I'm into everything. So, see the gardening landscape or you know, bits and pieces like projects and so forth. So, so what do you what uh, what does a Bailey's influencer do? Are you you're uh, obviously posting on Instagram and Facebook. Yes, that's correct. Yep. And uh, what uh, posting gardens or your own jobs or other people's jobs? Just usually products. Yep. Um, either how to use them or what we use yep. or what I'd recommend. Yep. Because um, there's no point in saying, "Hey, you use this, but it doesn't work." Mm. Like I only use what works. If it don't work, I've got no interest in it. Yep. So they do. Beautiful products and they work. Yep. And I did the tour of the facilities and the amount of effort that goes into each batch of mulch, potting mix, so forth. It's you know next level. Yeah, yeah. And Bailey's is a great job. Bailey's is it's uh, been a family-run business for uh, many years and it's now just uh, been taken over by uh, a bigger. Bigger company, and we've had David from uh, Bailey's on a few weeks. Few first, we call Sir David Miles now. Yeah, all right. uh, after the uh, shenanigans at the Melbourne Cup drinks, but he will forever be known as Sir David Miles. <laughs> so, um, being a brand ambassador, other than obviously the free T-shirt, what else do you get out of Bailey's? What else do they do for you? I know you do a bit for them. Yeah, so um, usually it works on just products. Yep. So yep. we get a certain amount of products per per month. Yep. Pallet pallet load of compost. Compost and clay? Or? Not quite that much, but yeah. Oh, it's good to be able to put uh, different jobs out. and it, it lifts your profile, no doubt, and I'm sure you'll be picking up a few jobs from people who uh, who scan the internet and, and looking for things. So um, your main line now is, I think you said, landscaping as yes. opposed to the garden maintenance. And, and how have you found coming from the eastern states, you said you've been here for 10 years now, how do you find the difference in the... Uh, in in the uh, oh one the environment, but also just the, the work from from uh, the eastern states over to here. Uh, well, it's very very different. Took a fair time to adjust. Um, like I've found, uh, conditions are quite on par with say Saudi Arabia with the soil structure, um, molecules of sand and so forth that just don't absorb anything and they just push away the water. So kind of learnt from scratch on the like actual the environment and, and what works and what doesn't. So when you're used to like um, you know hard, hard clones, yeah, clay, lines, yeah, and you know you kind of don't realise you got it so easy because mm. you just stick anything in the ground and mm. you know voila it grows. I I always say when people say to me, I oh, have you grow anything in sand? I know which I'd rather be working in. At least you can dig a hole here quite easily, but uh, when you're in in the clay in the the other side of the country, or even in some suburbs of Perth, you can certainly note the difference of, um, of what's what's nicer to work with. It's easier to mend sand than, than what it is to mend clay. I know, I know a few Melbourne landscapers, and uh, particularly in the wet weather, it's just a nightmare for them. It, it gets churned up, and then it gets compacted, and you can't get anything in or out of it. So I actually think I'd rather work on sand. It could be. You know, you know what you know, but I think I prefer working on sand. Um, so, uh, but what sort of keep KPIs do they ask? Do they ask for KPIs from you as far as say you've got to achieve certain amount of likes or uh, feedback or anything like that, or are they just happy for you to get out there and and just uh, pretty much go on what they see see you putting out? Just pretty much do my own thing. So um, I 
I've, I've been on Instagram for a short time. Um, did pretty well out of it. Can't figure the Facebook out. Um, it's a bit too complicated for my liking. Uh, but I did a few posts and I had a comment from one of the sales team that was just like, hey, do you mind if we put this on your community feed kind of thing and use, you know, use your photos and pictures and all that? And I was like, yeah, for sure. And then that's when I got the introduction and then they said, hey, look, do you want to endorse our product? And I was like, yeah, sure. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. You know? So for those uh, landscapers out there listening, David, what is the process of going through and, and putting these sorts of things on Instagram? Because I know there's lots of people who look at Instagram. Yes. There's certainly uh, landscape firms that are now posting works up on, on Instagram so that people can have a look at what they're doing. But is there any magic to uh, getting, getting those hits and those likes that uh, we all want? Just put the effort in. Yep. Um, do something that no one else is doing. So something different. Uh, the more different, usually you'll stand out more. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, like I say, hard work pays off. And if you can show what you do and you're passionate about it, it will just come together. Mm. Uh, so the other thing I'm interested in is like plant photography. So flowers, bees, anything like that. If I'm out and about in the garden, which is all the time, and I see something I like, I'll just snap a photo. I take like five or six of them. And guarantee out of one of those photos is going to be a nice one. So that's where I kind of upload that. Yep. But it's just putting the effort in. As soon as you kind of just let it slide a little bit, you know, your likes go down, your followers go down. It's like a full-time job. Ah, that's what an influencer doesn't like. Exactly. <laughs> no, no, doesn't like no likes. So a, a plant guy or a hardscape guy or a bit of both, do you do, do hardscaping in your, in your working life? Yeah, a bit, of, a bit of both. Uh, a lot of retic. Um, uh, picked up on the limestone work when I moved over here, um, so that was a little different than using like uh, bluestone and yep. you know harder harder substrates than that. But um, yeah, it was uh, you know that kind of thing was a bit easier because limestone's a little bit unforgiving. You know what I mean? You can yep. make a mistake and you can kind of fill it in a little bit. Yeah, you know, not too hard. So. And um, do you have any particular favourite like group of plants that really that you use a lot in your jobs? The ones that you think work really well for your clients? Uh, like natives, exotics. I'm not a bi- I'm not big on the natives, unfortunately. Um, I'll just hold, I'm, ba- I'll I'm just hold a, back then. Yeah, yeah. more of a, uh, I like my formal gardens. Yep. So your buxus, um, you know, things like that, and everything nicely shaped and pruned yep. but that's just me yep uh but if someone comes with an idea and they say hey look i want to go subtropical tropical formal informal i'll work with that mm. and, and do you do your own design yes dave yep still do the old grid paper yep one to 100 scale yep none of this fancy computer stuff no no programs a hand drawer hand drawer you know get the old toolkit out and just do the circumferences yep. and circles yep. and Way you yeah. go. Yeah. No, so I still yeah. hand draw my designs. I had a shot at doing a couple of internet packages, and they're too—they're just tedious. Take too long. Get expensive. Yeah, yeah. I just well, you got to start from the beginning, and uh, no doubt. I mean, if you if you keep in the design work, that you'll probably work your way up to that uh, that uh, computer generating of of um, plans. But uh, certainly, I think probably most people would start off with the. A piece of paper at the beginning, and and even a rough sketch whilst on site, and then maybe take it back and and uh, you know uh, flower it up a bit a bit later on. 
Um, your form, you were saying you like formal gardens and formal planting. Has that come from your maintenance background, do you think, or you just just, well, just like that sort of garden? It's what I prefer. I like to I like that power of control over nature. You know, when you're doing whether it's a hedge, topiary, you can shape it to what you want it to be. So you're in control of that plant, and you can have everything how you want. I know it's, you know, you might have control for a week, couple of days. But that just that little brief thing, you know, it's it's the world. It's, yep. it's powerful. But then, you know, you can kind of create your own shapes and just lay out how you mm. want it. Uh, so it's just that kind of um, what I'm passionate about. And then because I've done so much work in Victoria, uh, a lot of jobs in Malvern, Turak, right. all that, and, and that's what and you that's, see And they're, they're a very formal garden yes. through those yeah, suburbs. Yeah, very yep. European designed, yep. you know, French, English. Yep. So, have you got any favourite landscapers that you you follow? I've got a few. Won't mention names. Um, well, prefer no, mention that. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're all about. Even if they're uh, Victorian yeah, landscapers, Paul, I know there's Paul a Bangay type. Yeah, well, he's yeah. got his house up for sale at the moment. If anyone's got a you know, yeah, nine million dollars spare, yeah, and nine million dollars worth of maintenance a year on, on pruning hedges, <laughs> more, more than likely. For yeah. anyone who hasn't seen that, uh, if they if they Google poor Bangay, they'll they'll come up with a. Um, a video of his house that he's selling at the moment, and it's quite spectacular. It is absolutely spectacular, yeah. but it's a lot of work. Oh, it's a lot, a lot of work. So where do you see your career taking you long-term, David? You're, you're um, keen on staying in that hands-on aspect of it, or you want to move into a more um, office-type setup where you um, manage staff and allocate work, that type of role? Quite possibly. I have thought about it, but the opportunity hasn't come to me yet. Uh, but I just still like to be hands-on on the tools and, you know, uh, talking with the customers because that's a big part. Um, just communication, you get to know someone for a long period of time, so you become part of the family. Um, you know, it can be quite positive some of the time because uh, there's a lot of lonely people out there and just having someone around, you know, helping them out, it means the world to them. So that's another passionate side about what, what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, you know, sometimes you get to that point where you're not capable of doing the maintenance or you might be only doing a little bit and then just have that extra person in there from time to time to do like the harder or the heavier pruning and heavier work. So your work, um, would you say you're doing, what, a 50-50 sort of landscaping maintenance? Mm-hmm. or And, and, you, and you, by the sounds that you, you're by yourself, you don't have yes. any employees? At the yeah. moment, yeah, yeah, on my own. Yeah. Oh, great. That's... You know, maintenance is one of those things, as we've said many times, Darren, that it's uh, fine to get the garden in the beginning, but without the maintenance, you know, looking after it, uh, they can certainly go downhill very quickly. Oh, yeah. uh, With the clients, when we do installs, and particularly turf, we're always saying to them, like, we can put a really good irrigation system, we can build a good soil for you, but if you don't maintain it, eventually it's just going to go to crap. So, yeah, maintenance is is super important. It's the same for plants as well. If you're not getting the right... Nutrition and pruning and um, just watering regimes, they, they go backwards and, and people lose heart pretty quickly. So having a good maintenance man is worth their weight in gold, I think, David. I think you're doing very well to be keeping so many clients so happy. Thank you. And uh, you, any, ideas of go, any ideas of going back to the eastern states or have you come over to the West Australia? And, no, I'm and, pretty uh, set up pretty here. Pretty set up now. Yeah. Yep. So I'm loving it at the moment. Yep. Oh, it's coming into summer. You've been here for 10 years, so yes. you probably know exactly what it's going to be oh, like. Oh, you're in for, yeah, mate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, now, uh, so 
yeah, maintenance. And what do you do on the outside besides, um, you know, outside of work? What's family time. Family time. Yes. And a bit of photography by the sounds of it. Yeah, when I get a chance. But it's like my son always says to me, Dad, you're always on your phone. <laughs> and then I kind of sit should, back should sometimes. be the other way, David. It should yeah. be yeah. saying to your son, get off your phone. Yeah, my, my <laughs> kids would have to lift their eyes up from their phone to have a pop shot at me. <laughs> so it's, <laughs> I'm pretty safe with that. So. The joys of Instagram, I guess, as yeah. well. Uh, and do you have any uh, Instagram people that you follow that uh, other landscapers out there or people in gardening? Oh, quite do you a follow lot. quite a few landscape, uh, you know, gardening Instagram? Um, uh, what, do, what do you call pages? Them? Mate. Pages, is it? Is oh, it? Yeah, yeah, you can be on there for weeks just yeah. looking at photos. But um, got any favourites that you can share with us that we might solutions. be able to look at? <laughs> <laughs> so we just have a bit of interaction with a few other guys, whether they do the maintenance, you know, lawn mowing, um, landscaping, and have a chat from time to time. You know, when it's convenient, or you know, they might have an issue, or you know, have you ever come across this problem? And they'll come to me, and I'll. You know, help them out or point them in the right direction, um, vice versa. So, um, you know, it's good in that way. I think it could be a little bit better on Instagram in that regard as more kind of connecting with the person. Because, uh, like with Bailey's, is we're all on the Instagram, yep. but we all haven't combined and met each other yet. And right. That's so unlike me because I usually want to meet someone and then go from there. Yeah. But with social media, Putting the name and the person, you know, as opposed to their Instagram or Facebook account, it, it, it's a completely new thing. Mm. Mm. So that's the only downside to it. Yeah, and I suppose uh, on the socials you can be talking to anyone anywhere in the world. Exactly. Great. You well, know, they're the right person. Yeah. Well, I think that's. I a, think we're pretty much exhausted, you, Dave. Thank you very much for your time. It's very interesting. You. It's nice to meet you. So um, I have to start following your Instagram. I think. And your Instagram handle is go to garden guy. Go to and that's two with a uh, the number two, not T double T W O. Well, I'll be looking that up. Thank you again. Very, uh, thanks again, Dave, very much uh, for taking the time out and coming to see us. I'm just having a quick look at David's page now. Very, very nice. And thanks to Ben as always for controlling the wheels of steel. And um, looking forward to to listening to this very soon. Thanks, David. Thank you. Thanks, David. Thanks very much. You've been listening to The Green Thumbs Up, brought to you by the Landscape Industries Association, WA, sponsored by Mini Quip Hire.